Good morning, Grace. It's another beautiful day to follow Jesus. As we continue to celebrate what it means to be raised with Christ and his resurrection, this morning I want to reflect on being lavishly loved by our Father in heaven. I've always found it interesting that the word prodigal is usually used to describe someone who's wasteful, rash, careless, or irresponsible. Would you ever use this word to describe God? It seems incorrect at best and disrespectful at worst, unless you know the word's actual definition. The American Heritage Dictionary gives the following meanings for the word prodigal. Rashly or wastefully extravagant, and giving or given to an abundance, lavish or profuse. This definition perfectly describes the Father's love for you. Jesus told a story that is often referred to as the parable of the prodigal son. In the story, the younger of a man's two sons comes and demands his inheritance. The father gives his son his share of the family estate, and the son runs off and wastes it on a binge of wild parties. And when a famine hits, the son is reduced to taking a job feeding pigs. With an empty wallet and an empty stomach, the son decides to return to his father, apologize, and ask him for a job. Here's how the father responds. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him, and kissed him. The son said to the father, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father turned and said to all of his servants, Quick, bring the best robe and put it on my son. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring a fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And so they celebrated. When you pause to ponder this parable in Luke chapter 15, who do you think the word prodigal applies to in this story? Those who, by faith, have been crucified with Christ in his death and raised with him in his resurrection. Those who believe in Jesus, those who receive him, have been given the right to become children of God. And Jesus told this story to show us what our heavenly Father is like toward us. Our Father in heaven is slow to anger, vast in love, 
merciful with grace, and always, always ready to receive his children with forgiveness and acceptance, regardless of the offense. What is the Lord saying to you this morning about who he is and who you are in Christ? What does the Father want you to know? What does he want you to experience deeply in your heart today? God's heart toward you is always one of extravagant love and unconditional acceptance. God accepts you, even though you've rejected him in the past. God calls you to respond to him, to respond to his love by surrendering to his love, by yielding to his love and obeying him. But even when you stumble and disobey, God still loves you deeply. He watches. He waits for you to return to him. And it is never too late to return to his love. Believing in God's love, you can go to him without any fear or any concern, knowing that he will receive you with wide open arms. Paul writes to the church in Rome, chapter 8, For you did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear, but you received a spirit of sonship. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. How does it feel to approach God knowing that he accepts you as his child, no matter what you've thought, no matter what you've said, no matter what you've done? How does that feel to know God's perfect, all-consuming, lavish, extravagant, prodigal love for you? This morning, I want to encourage you to take out a small piece of paper. Put yourself in a posture of hearing from the Lord and then ask Jesus, Jesus, What words describe God's love for me? And as you begin to hear those words from the Lord, simply write them out on a piece of paper. If there are any words that are negative, that aren't consistent with God's character, or who God created and redeemed you to be in Christ, or any words that aren't consistent with his scripture, just cross them out, put an X right through them, and write the word love next to it. And then give thanks to God in prayer for all the many ways that he thinks well of you, that his heart delights in you, and that his love for you never ends in Christ Jesus. Until tomorrow, Grace family, may Jesus Christ, the risen Messiah and light of the world, shine upon you and scatter the darkness from before your path. And the blessing of God Almighty, 
the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be upon you and remain with you always. Amen.